Welcome to episode 85 of the Inside Bite. I'm your host, Tim Schaefer. I'm here with my co-host, Rudy. How you doing this week? Hey, Tim. I'm great. Looking forward to having some time off soon. I got a week off coming up, so trying to dig into some of these games, man. And you know what's crazy is when I, when I buy some of these games, just like everyone else, I know I'm not alone in this. You really think about it. You're like, okay, do I really have time to play this game right now? Like, should I just play what I have? And you know how it always goes. You end up buying the game anyway, and it's great, and you have a good time, but this is why we never get to all the games we want to play. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like the end of last year, I was pretty confident, right? Because I don't feel, even the games that haven't came out yet, like Resident Evil 4 Remake, Final Fantasy 16, I still have a ton of faith in them, right? Sure, So sure. I'm happy to see, now that year is going, in just this little time span, we got a lot of great titles. And we even got yeah. battle drops of some amazing stuff we didn't even know was coming on top of just the onslaught of greatness that we're going to get this year. And so yep. it seems to be on track of me expecting this year to like possibly be the greatest year in gaming, period. It's amazing so far, man. Very impressed. Hi-Fi Rush. I got like real close to beating it, and I haven't played it since. And I do this with a lot of games. Like I'll get right at the <laughs> end. Get to the I end. don't want to beat it just yet. <laughs> let me save it you know, for a special time when I see the ending. Sure. Then I'll get to it months later, do the ending, and that'd be that. I don't, I don't know why I do it, but I've done this with so many titles. It's it's weird. But but yeah, I mean, Dead Space is incredible. One of the best oh, remakes so we've ever had. Almost so, like, I don't. I hate to even call it a remake. It's more. It's definitely more than that. It's just so good that it's, yeah. I don't know. It's weird that uh, it's a remake of an old game. They did uh, so much to it. I'm just so impressed by it. You know, that's, that's the main takeaway I have. Really did a it's, lot. It's maybe the best graphics like today yeah, of any game amazing man and you know, the crazy thing is which I'm, I'm sure we'll get into is like there's like games that everyone knows is coming like hogwarts and dead space and re4 but then there's stuff that i feel is going to slip under the radar like uh theater rhythm final fantasy which in my opinion is a super good game yeah. which i feel like a lot of people are going to act like when they talk about what games did nintendo come out with this year you know when they're trying to like keep score they're going to ignore that and they have no idea how good those games are you know like they always so, do. Like yes. they always do. Yep, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super stoked that this year is already banging. Right when the year started, yeah. like Crazy, we got man. hit with that Persona 3, 4, 5 uh, hitting yeah. all consoles. We got the Monster Hunter Rise hitting all consoles. The Dead Space, the High Fire First month. It's crazy, man. <laughs> I'm trying to think like, what am I missing here? There's, there's uh, Then Hogwarts, of course, we've been talking about a bunch and we'll get into. But I'll say right at the top, Hogwarts... Yeah. Because there's a lot to say about it, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to hold my tongue, but I do think this is the biggest, like, wow, we're finally in the current generation, right? This is right, the right, first right, thing right. to really make me believe, like, we got that jump from PS4 to now, you know? like Sure, sure. I feel too many games, and it's partly due to uh, PlayStation putting most of their, well, actually pretty much all of their uh, console exclusives are PS4 and PS5 as well, right? So we still haven't got right. that jump. That's um, true. And then Xbox, we have yet to really get that big first-party exclusive. And apparently they're all going to arrive this year along with everything else. But <laughs> we did get that Hi-Fi rush. And I was saying, oh my God, this is the best Xbox exclusive to exist since the new system released. And then I just got this Hogwarts and I'm thinking, oh my God, this is the most impressed that i've been when it comes to a current gen game like across the board Mm -hmm. i don't know how you feel about it but i have played oh god 
20 hours at this point non-stop dude non-stop nice it's really weird i've never played a game this much <laughs> um that's awesome in such it's like three or four days and it's like 20 hours like what am i doing but i'm i'm hooked i'm so I'm blown away by it. it yeah so i i will say you know obviously i'll talk more about it later i like harry potter i'm a huge harry potter fan i or i should say hogwarts i haven't played that much i'm only about four or five hours in um, I really like it, and the only reason I haven't played more is I've just, you know, I had Dead Space, I was playing it, and then I immediately started playing Hogwarts, so I'm trying to, like, juggle them, uh, but now I've gone the other way. I'm like, let me just beat Dead Space. It's such a good game. I really don't want to rush through Dead Space, so as soon as I'm done with that, I'll jump back into Hogwarts, but what I've played so far, really great, barring some minor crappy PC port issues, which are really annoy me. That's another topic we should probably discuss is, like, some of these developers just getting lazy and acting like pc is not a major platform i don't know why they're doing this but it's been happening a few times lately yeah then, i mean the thing too is has it been years it's of this so now. ridiculous it's, it's, it's been like, two or three years of like the the next big game having pc issues and it makes me not want to go there it's so annoying and and we had a good stretch there like it's definitely not as bad as it has been in the past like yeah every game i was playing great ports you know what the best port i've ever played on best two ports i've ever played on pc gears 5 and doom eternal those games, mm-hmm. there's no better PC ports than those two games. Yeah, My yeah. God, it's super impressive. So if if Microsoft can do that, then I have no excuse for for the others. You know, actually, so. they haven't had any issues, right? Um, Hi-Fi Rush, perfect port to PC. That too. Um, what was uh, Halo ran great? Halo was great. Um, what am I thinking? Ghostwire Tokyo ran oh, great. Ghostwire Tokyo, no problems. Yeah. So um, they need to get it together, man. It's so PC I guess Microsoft to seems to be weirdly they know what they're doing. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, PC gaming is not going anywhere. So let, let come on, let's get even PlayStation. The games they've been porting ever since that first one they ported, those have, have been, been pretty good. Too. They've yeah, all been really yeah, good. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. like these third party developers need to get it together, man. Like, come yeah. on. Anyway, I'll talk more about that. Um, yeah, let's get into uh, your main topic. Mine, yes. I picked last week, and I went with Harry Potter just overall. Yep. But uh, what do you want to bring to the table this episode? I thought we could talk about anime, and there's no specific direction we can go in. Just anything anime, like. What are your thoughts on it? Do you watch it? Do you like it? Do you read uh, manga? All that stuff. So I can say for myself off the bat, I used to watch a lot more anime when I was younger. I always liked it. It's surprising that I don't watch it more these days because every anime I've watched, I always have really enjoyed. I'm not like one of these people who watch every anime. I'm definitely not that, right? But I'll try to jump it back into like my anime phase here and there. And every time I do, I can't get enough of it. Like, man, this is so good. I love this. Um, whether it's subtitled or dub doesn't really you know i go back and forth but some of my favorites are ones that i find a lot of people have not really watched like my favorite anime is berserk and it has so much influence it's it's like in so many games so many other anime and i feel like so many people haven't watched it have you watched it yes okay so you watched a long time ago like i want to say it came out in the 90s because i watched it it was a long time ago yeah for sure um but it has so much influence. It's crazy. Like Bloodborne has so much. It's hard to remember. It. All I remember is that it was like one of probably at the time of watching. I don't think I saw anything more gruesome. Oh yeah, it's um, definitely. There was a lot of just I don't know, brutal <laughs> killings. Right. Yeah. 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 For yeah. sure. It's um, it's very brutal. The the manga is still going, and that's also you know in the same line. But then I've missed some of the big huge anime like. I never got through Attack on Titan all the way through. I've never gotten through um, all these big ones. My Hero Academia. I've never tried One Piece. I've never tried Naruto. So these are all things I'm interested in, but 
how do you feel about like these animes that have like a thousand episodes like would you ever try <laughs> to catch up <laughs> i mean the only anime to where like there's a bunch of, let's say like you know bleach right and right. especially one piece and then like dragon ball z all these the only one that i've actually cared was any dragon ball stuff like gotcha since i was real little it was the og dragon ball dragon ball z um, I love Dragon Ball Super. I love anything Dragon Ball still to this day. I never mm-hmm. fell off. I still kept up with it. I still loved it just as much as I always have. Um, so that's the only one I could think of to where there's like technically 500 episodes if you were to put all three series together. Right, 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 right. Because anything else, no, I'm not going to put that much time it's into just, an anime. Uh, it's just, as an adult now, man, it's got like I, the, the, I hear people talk about One Piece and I'm like, man, that sounds so cool. But yeah. I don't think I can watch I actually think episodes. it looks interesting too. I just it does. it's hard to accept the fact that I'm going I gotta get into some that's a thousand episodes. And I know this <laughs> is what so everyone crazy. says about One Piece. So I get from the fan side of being like, man, everyone <laughs> says this never roll their eyes. But how can we not say that? How can we not? I mean, that's that's a big thing to ignore. <laughs> I mean, it's like a I I heard someone and they were laughing when they said this because they realized how ridiculous it sounds. But the guy was like, listen. He's like, I know this sounds crazy, but honestly, around like episode 300, man, it gets so good. Oh my I'm God. Like, I'm like, Jesus Christ. You mean I have to watch 300 episodes before I start? And listen, and I'm sure, I'm sure it's good. If I was someone, you know how sometimes we talk about people who play video games or watch TV like sparingly, like they'll play the next big Call of Duty release or yeah. NBA 2K, right? Or, or when it comes to movies and TV, same thing, right? Occasionally. Those kinds of people, I feel it would be reasonable for them to catch up on a thousand episode of one piece because that's all they watch but for us who yeah. like we watch a lot of different things we um consume a lot of different kinds of content it's like you have to drop everything else like yeah. no other games yeah. yes. no other tv no other movies it's just one piece every day if you watch one episode of one piece every day for a whole year you would only get through what one one fourth of it maybe yeah. that's so yeah. crazy yeah that's ridiculous. You have to actually set aside everything else you do. <laughs> you may be able to say that about an MMO, to be, but the more I think about it, I don't think so. Because let's say you play an MMO, but you just want to experience the story. You can right. just rush through the content, just experience the story, and probably finish like, okay, let's say Final Fantasy fourteen. If you were to play that at all expansions, you're talking two, three hundred hours, you get all of the story. Right. right over the course of what eight years to ten years of development, so that sounds about right. If you watch One Piece, what uh, let's say a thousand episodes at twenty five minutes a piece, how long oh is God. that? That's, That's like, got to be way longer than than a few hundred hours. Dude, right? It's like twenty five thousand minutes. That's like crazy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so there is definitely even a, a huge difference there when you you know. I, I never thought of it that way. That yeah. like, I think of the games I've put the most time into, and it still comes nowhere close to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if 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 we were right, right? Let's say ballpark, you know, twenty five thousand. Let's just say, um, that would be four hundred sixteen hours. You know what? I guess I guess there's some games that some people put that many hours into. Sure, but man, that still seems crazy to me. So I guess I guess it's not as bad as I thought, but still, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. still a lot. That, to do. I mean, like. Final Fantasy XIV is the only thing that can make sense in my head because I've actually played through all the content. Just story, you could probably complete in like 150, 200 hours max. Because you have to think like 
each of the expansions probably like 30 to 40 hours and you have about four of them to go through right Mm -hmm. so it's still not even half of that so it it still is a lot yeah now i have put um fantasy 14 came out i think it is 10 years at this point if not nine and i have put 850 hours so technically i've put more into 14 than i have if if you were to watch one piece so i guess i could say that but that's over the course of nine years that isn't me actually playing it in one go but i guess that's the same with the people watching the show it's been going on for so long so as long as you kept up the entire time well then you're good then you it wouldn't be such a crazy thing now getting off of one piece though you were saying like um mangas like reading them yeah i yes, never yes. read a single manga oh, so dude. i want to say that so i will say so again definitely have not read a ton of mangas like just just a few right i remember i want to say it was this uh this anime called elfin lied it's like uh yeah i've watched it you've watched it okay yeah uh stranger things fun fact stranger things was actually loosely based on that you know this girl who has these powers she doesn't know what's going on yeah whatever anyway it's it's very adult super, very super like psychotic yeah. yeah very over the top but i did really enjoy it i thought it was really well done i really enjoyed it. it's very short not too long i read the whole manga for that one and i loved it it was it was a cool it's sort of what we have going on now with the last of us right we've all played it it's cool seeing a slightly different take on it that's kind of what i got from reading it um and okay. it was cool because i had it on my phone and on my tablet i had this app um and it was cool i'd, I'd lay in bed at night and just you know, just click through, browse through, and it was really enjoyable. Berserk by, for, uh, is another one I have on my on my phone, and I it's just so much. I just so have you done it to like it. a handful of things, like three, four, five things, or has it yeah, been more than that? Yeah, probably like that sounds about right. Probably five okay. packs, you know. And um, every time I've done it, I've really enjoyed it. And then it's more of a comic, but I did it with Invincible, and I love okay. that. That was great to to read through the whole comics. I didn't want to do that because uh, the show, the show especially yeah. left in such like a like, oh my I god, know. I can't wait to see what happens next. Oh, but if I go and read it, well, it's gonna kind of kill some of the joy out of waiting so, for the next season. I totally get that, but for me, after doing it. I'm fine with how how I okay. did things. I'm actually still even more excited now. I'm sure um, they. I'm sure it's not one to one either. No, sure it's, it's not. But I I will say side note, man that 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 comic goes some to some crazy places. It's really good. Okay. But when it comes to anime, to come back to it, there's another one I really really love, which was Rooney Kenshin. Ever watched that one? Never heard of this. He is basically this this swordsman, right? And He's a very docile, very like nice, relaxed guy. Think of like the reformed guy who went to jail for, you know, killing someone okay. or something, right? That's kind of how this guy is. He used to be like this man, they called him the manslayer. He used to kill tons and tons of people. He'd be like, he was like a mercenary, right? And ever since then, this is like a really famous anime too. It's like, I, I think a lot of people have seen it. But anyway, his thing now I'm going to look it up and see ahead, if maybe, maybe it ring a bell. Type how in, do you, but how do you spell it? I don't know. How just to... type in Kenshin Anime. K-E-N-S-H-I-N Anime. Should be a red-haired guy with like a scar on his face. And um, Oh, anyway, okay. He, okay. I remember yeah. this. Um, okay. I remember it come on really late at night yep. on like yep. um, a Cartoon Network or something. Channel. I have definitely seen this, but I never actually watched it. Like but I, I know this character, and I've definitely seen it playing with, like, the scar on his face. Very iconic. 
but yeah, I never took the time to actually watch this. Anime. It's one of the it's one of the all time greats in my opinion. It looks like the same artist from um, Yu Yu Hakusho. It could be the the it thing about the show is he's he's reformed the show, right? He's past his manslayer days. He's like a wandering swordsman now. He's very peaceful. He carries around a reverse blade sword, like he purposely has it so it faces the other way, so he doesn't kill anyone anymore. It's very interesting. Um, okay. But they also released like these OVAs where you can see how he was before all this. And he's like super incredibly violent. It's kind of crazy, but it's a really great show. It's got some really good um, story arcs, some really, really compelling characters. Um, that's one of my all time favorites. That's nice. another one I really loved. Um, now, whenever, so I'm seeing a general theme here with you. You seem to like high action. Um, yeah anime with a lot of just i don't know fighting and action and all of that mess now when it comes to me with anime i am very different boat like elf and lied sort of falls into that medium ground between the two of us but i'm always trying to watch the more like weird and strange Mm -hmm. and messing with your head kind of stuff but that's kind of with all content with me like i've discussed before but i will then from there lean the other way to where like i will watch like romance animes (laughs) or like um but it's only been let's say in total if i were to think of a number i'm gonna say i've watched 25 maybe 30 anime it hasn't been that many right i i don't watch anime like all the time it's actually been i've may have watched three in the last let's say six years you know what i mean yeah Yep, I'm right there with you. I watch a lot Uh, at all. But the ones that I do, like, you know, I'll watch, someone will tell me about something, I'll watch an episode two and be like, eh, not feeling it and jump. And I try with a lot of different things and it's hard for me to get grasped of something. But let's just go with like an extreme case. One of my favorites is called Midori Days. And it's a romance anime about this guy. He he is like into fighting and he's like... um, I think they call him like Mad Dog. Uh, I forget his, his name. But anyway, he gets into fights in school all the time, but he can't seem to like nail uh, a girlfriend, right? And after like years and years of him trying to find dates, it always fails in like hilarious ways. So okay. kind of like in a comedy approach. Uh, and then one day, this girl that's like obsessed with him, but he has no idea who she is wishes that they could be together but he wakes up and she's his right hand the Mm. same right hand that he has like getting a lot of fights with and it's like his like really strong attack move or whatever but now it's this girl so now he doesn't have this move anymore but it just sort of spins into literally just about him and this girl and then the actual girls in a coma and it kind of goes into some really like um deep meta stuff from there that i don't want to get into without spoiling too much um or let's say i used to watch like love hina all the time and it was just about these like uh people living in a dorm all kind of dating each other, almost like friends or something but it's an anime (laughs) um i watched like this uh I want to say it was like fruit baskets. Uh, <laughs> he's really into that. Um, That's funny. There's all of these in that category. But then, you know, the more I go over, you know, like I love Death Note a lot because it got into a lot of uh, psychological stuff, right? Um, yep, or like well, Welcome to the NHK. I don't know if you know what that is, but that's a lot of like, one. it's about this kid who, um, 
who is basically obsessed with anime and video games and he just sits in his house all day just consuming content and never goes outside <laughs> and never experiences the real world and um it's about him just breaking out of that because he's forced to by some other thing but it's incredibly interesting um mental sort of uh gymnastics when you're watching on just how complicated it gets and weird it gets um so i'm seem to find what i'm searching for when i'm watching anime is i want to get really into loving a character and having a really good plot on like character building of course um i'm not really looking for like an anime that has like really cool action sequence, right? Like if somebody's watching like AMVs and they're showing all the best moments of fighting to try to get someone into an anime, that never works for me because I'm not interested in that. But I will watch them if there's like a bigger uh, meaning to it all, and I'm just well, they balance it well. Um, that's yeah. that's what I like. I, I don't like these like just mindless uh, action ones, but like Cyberpunk, for example, thought it was yeah. a good blend of yes. Both, you, know? uh, you really get attached to the characters for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and that's that's what's important to me over anything else is just getting attached to the characters. Well, I want to mention real quick in in Kenshin, for example. Yeah, I mentioned the the cool action scenes and everything, but what I love about the show the most is the way they make you sort of empathize with this guy who used to be a killer and how he's kind of reformed. That he meets people along the way, he trains them, and he gets. It's really really cool. It's super good, and it's probably like. Let me see how many episodes long. Like even like a comedy one, like Lupin the Third, you get really invested in the characters. Mm-hmm. So I can watch something like that. Or... Um, it is wow, this is longer than I thought. Uh, it looks like it's ninety-four episodes total, which is not too okay. bad. I mean, that's not that crazy. And then they have like these things called OVAs, which are like the the film. The, yeah. The, you know, like the videos that came out. Aside from that, man, this all came out in like 99. The OVAs came out. It's crazy. So long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really good. Probably one of my favorites. How about yeah. Death Note? Let's, let's talk about that. What did you think about Death Note when you watched it? When that came out, I remember avoiding it at first because it was too popular and me being like the hipster. I <laughs> guess I'm trying to be. I'm always, like, I'm like, eh, everyone won't shut up about it. I doubt it's that good. And I kind of blew it off for like a few months. But it didn't take me too long until I finally like, all right, I got to watch this thing. And it, yeah, it it really made a big impact on me. It really was one of the best animes I've ever seen. I, I really will say that it's it's so well written. There's uh, there's so many amazing twists and turns that you wouldn't expect. They're really yep. good about character building. Speaking of that, I mean that's one of the best. I love the ending and the director's cut endings. Even so cooler. Good. I don't know. I like everything about it. And the only thing with that is i for sure watch enjoy watching the first half compared to the second half mm-hmm. only because it starts to focus on other characters way more and i really like the more they would just focus on just l and what's the main character's name Maybe um it's like, god it's been light. so long light it's light light, light. Yeah, and then them two just battling it out and sort of psyching each other out, trying to top each other, and, like, the next, like, it's just these, like, mind games back and forth and uh, trying to see who's the smarter one. Just that dynamic between them for episodes, I mean, there was nothing greater than that. I I, I love this I wish it would have just went on forever, (laughs) you know. I don't, I'm not going to spoil it. I know it's really old, but I I wouldn't want to take that away from anyone, but I will say... 
some of the places the shows go, it, it's so crazy. It's so unexpected. They really subverted expectations, especially between light and L. Like, you know, you remember how that all turns out. Yeah. And uh, I love the uh, the girl getting a part of that dynamic, too. Yeah. That's yeah, like yeah, uh, the, yeah. the pop star. That sort of. Yeah. It's a good yeah. one, man. I enjoyed that yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's one that for sure lives up to the hype. If, if, yeah, if people are just like, I don't know, all of us. Uh, in some form or another love to be contrarians right right and if we could just get over that hurdle and just accept that something's good anyway and so for whatever reason that's what's hindering you on that just watch it you'll yeah i i I cannot see somebody not liking it you know like people that never watched anime at all i remember um really pressing a friend of mine who has never watched a single anime and always cringed at it and always like no way i never would and then watched the first episode and got hooked immediately. Yeah. And it's like, how can you not? And that's the only anime he has watched to this day. And that was like forever ago oh, when man, I even showed man. it. But but he he'll admit, yeah, it was incredible. So yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely a good introductory anime for a ton of people. It, I haven't met many people that didn't like that after watching, you know. I'm trying to think of maybe some Well, what do you think about anime ones? as a whole in terms of where it used to be to where it is now because let's say 20 years ago like let's say when we were in uh grade school or high school right you were maybe the only part there may be one if you were really lucky two people in your class that may like watch anime or at least know of an anime or two but it was pretty unlikely you know and so nowadays nerd culture in any form is so gigantic it's huge. it it actually tropples the rest now and like like yeah. i said i may have said it last episode i think i did to where it, it it actually is above like hollywood at this point in terms of popularity oh yeah and so um along that becomes anything associated with it and and anime's a big part of that and now if you were to be in school which you see it. I mean, you're you're right. teaching. Right. I'm going in and uh, been doing the subbing, and I see it. Like, I'd mm-hmm. say the majority of the kids watch anime. Yeah. Oh my god, it's all over the place. Like like you were saying, it, it used to be so different. It used to be, it used to be not cool, quote unquote. You know. Mm-hmm. Now it's like the kid walks in, and if you don't watch anime, people are like, "Whoa, what the?" Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I'll be like, "What do you guys like on the last day before a break?" All right, what do you guys want me to put on? You know, you want to you want to watch a movie, whatever. Let's watch anime. I'm like, what? I'm not putting on anime right now. The last day <laughs> of class because there's some kids who are not going to want to watch it. And then it's like all but two kids who who all want to watch anime. I'm like, wow. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nuts how how much it's changed, you know. And the only downfall I could see of that is whenever it comes to like age appropriate stuff, considering of the like the kid, because like, what do you think are some like okay, let's say let's just stick with uh fourth fifth sixth seventh grade somewhere mm-hmm. in that realm of like what's an anime that like a kid could watch that is still great but nothing too adult like you know like uh it's well, hard to it's hard to find stuff like that and that's what makes me curious is like especially when i'm like going in and teaching i'm like they're talking about stuff i i would assume they for sure shouldn't be watching <laughs> yeah i was just gonna say the same thing like they it seems that, that there's no filter. Like they just watch any of the stuff. I'm, I'm like Chainsaw Man or something oh, is gigantic, oh. and they're all about it. Or and I'm they like, watch all it's like a fourth stuff, grader man. being obsessed over Chainsaw Man. I'm like, okay, things have definitely gotten wild over the years. Oh, so. for sure, man. Yeah, no, I don't think yeah. there's anything stopping them from 
watching <laughs> any of the mature animes at all. Uh, the one I, I do hear One Piece a lot, honestly, as much as many episodes as it is. I guess it's different, you know. They have more time, obviously. That one I hear brought up all the time, very frequently. Naruto is another one. Um, yeah. Oh, My Hero Academia was. An, My was kid watches one. Naruto all the time, and I don't feel weird about him watching that. That's it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem to be anything over the top ridiculous like elfin light or something <laughs> that one's a bit much yeah 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 but yeah man it's it's interesting it, I, there's definitely so many anytime people have conversations about anime it really makes me want to check it out and see you know see what's up with this anime. i always this feel one. i never watch enough i always feel mm-hmm. like you know i've just dabbled in it um now if somebody doesn't watch it at all and i were to actually list them all to them it would sound like i watch a lot of it but i really don't um yes, and man. i think more than anything, I think it's just because I'm choosing video games over any other medium. I agree with you, and uh, I'd rather watch. I'd rather play a game than watch a movie or watch an anime. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, when I take the time again, like, well, do I want to watch a movie or do I watch an anime? I will usually pick a movie over an anime or like a TV show over an anime. So weirdly, anime seems to like fall last. Which is really weird for me because I love Japanese RPGs so much. Mm-hmm. So you would assume they'd go hand in hand with anime. But for whatever reason, it seems to be like JRPGs, video games in general, then movies and TV shows are kind of neck and neck. And then anime kind of is in last place there in terms of uh, what I consume. I would say that's that's probably right for me, too. As the, what you said before is especially true where it's like, OK, I have an hour of free time. Am I going to play a game? watch a movie, watch TV, like the TV and the movies I usually always do with my wife or someone else. The video games is always, that's like my go-to number one, always top choice, you know? So yeah, I don't, I don't blame anyone for that. It seems that also now that on YouTube, there's a huge number of people who are covering anime. They talk about it. They give their thoughts on it. They make lists, you know, that, that kind of thing is very prominent too. I've noticed. But even like the other friends, um, other like family members seem to be even more about anime than I am. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, even in my circle, I seem to be the less likely watching anime. So it's like, especially like the, my friends, let's say like last four or five years have been hanging around a lot. They all watch far more anime than me by Lancelot. They're always trying to get me to watch this, watch that. Um, kept pushing me to do it, and I did, and really loved it. Um, Demon Slayer, like mm, I did break I've that, and I watched that. all of it, and it was it was great. But even that, like even some of the top ones, like uh, Full Metal Alchemist, right? Like mm-hmm. I tried watching that multiple times. I'm like episode twenty one, and I'm just like, I don't know, I'm just not feeling it. Sure. I feel so weirdly selective when it comes to it. And I don't even know why I like something or I don't, but I just, I feel like I'm just, uh, it's really hard for me to get into an anime for whatever reason. And it's always been um, a struggle of mine since I was a kid. I totally get it, man. I'm in a very similar boat for whatever reason. I can't, sometimes I can't bring myself to, no matter how good I've heard that it is, mm-hmm. just ah, eh. Like even Castlevania, which I love what I've watched, but I have not finished it. Don't know. Couldn't even tell you why. I finally finished it, but it took me, I guess, what, three or four years, however long it's been since the start of it. Yeah, I just finished while. it a few months ago. I really liked it, but yeah. it's just hard for me to get into wanting to even turn it on to begin with, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You have to take that first. That's where I always mess up taking the first initial step to watch something. Uh, there's been anime where I watch one or two episodes and I'm just like, ah. I don't think I'm going to keep watching. <laughs> that yeah. happens to me too. So 
don't know. Overall, I, I want to watch some more, but uh, what's what's one in your head right now that you would like to watch that you um, haven't watched? Um, I'll try to think of one myself. Okay, so I've always wanted to watch Full Metal Alchemist. I started watching Attack on Titan from the beginning again. I want to finish that. I'd say those two are two big ones I'd like to. Um, actually, I and- didn't watch the end of Attack on Titan, so I need to watch that. So there is that I can think of. Okay, and then also one that's a totally different feel than like maybe some of the more actiony ones. There's an anime called Monster. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's it's mm-hmm. on Netflix right now, and it has to do with this this girl was like attacked or brutalized or something, and uh, it kind of follows this doctor and his treatment of her or whatever. So that's more on the other end, you know. It's kind of like more about the characters and the interactions, and yeah. which I really like too. So yeah, I just thought of something wins. I was first thinking of anime right when we were starting this episode. Mm-hmm. One of the first things that came to my mind was Dot Hack Sign. And I want to say that was one of the first, like, because I was watching a bunch of Dragon Ball, but it's like I almost separate Dragon Ball from the rest because it's like everyone in the world seemed to just watch Dragon Ball at some point. And, you know, you could not like anime at all. And it's almost like such popularity status. It's like, uh, I don't know, a really popular cartoon is kind of the feeling of it instead of it actually being like a deep anime. But anyway, Dot Haxon was the first one of like an anime outside of Dragon Ball that I got really, really sucked into. And I loved it. An anime that does it now is um, the same premise. What am I thinking now where they go inside of a video game? Oh, a, uh, hold on. It's mega popular. <laughs> Oh my god, how am I not I know what you're talking about. They made a game off of it too. Yes, they made game there's plenty of games from it. Um Hold on, I'm gonna tell you right now. Because I know this. Oh my god, it's gonna bother me now because I know exactly what <laughs> is it like oh my god. So uh Sword Art Online? Yes, thank there God. Go. Sword Jesus. Art Online. That was Dear gonna bother god. me. <laughs> anyway, I even watched the first season of that and it was really good, but it didn't. It didn't like grab me. Grab me. It was like, oh, that's good. Um, but right. God hacks on for whatever reason. It could have just been that that price and time. But I got really, really sucked into that anime. And then they came out with and uh, hold on. So it's like my uh, favorite prize possession of, oh, of these. But it's the whole series it. all on PS2. Gotcha. It's like first four parts, and then they came out with three parts of the sequel called GU. Very cool. There's anime as a dot hack, and then what they did is almost like they'll have like an OVA of like sort of side characters going on during the same time frame as the show itself. But then uh-huh. they leaned even harder and took those side characters and made a game from those side characters that still play a role into the main overall story. And then they did that again with uh, GU. And then the anime is called Roots. Gotcha. And these games, too. Some of these copies, like, there's two or three of these that are worth, like, 130 bucks. I think one's 180 um, But complete, like, if you got the manuals. And they come with uh, DVDs of, like, an OVA that goes along with it. So if you have, like, both the disc and the manual complete, they go for uh, quite high. And uh, quite hard to find. Unless you can just find the disc, but even that gets troublesome. So I remember I spent many years 
trying to find these copies, finding a piece here, finding a piece there, putting them together over time, all of that. And this was like the beginnings of, um, I'd say, high-speed internet. We had internet, but in terms of, I don't know, for whatever reason, now if I were to go on eBay, I guarantee you, I mean, I'm going to spend some money, but I for sure could still find everything I need. But back when I was trying to find these, when PS2 was still active and big, right. maybe the beginnings of PS3 days at best, they were incredibly difficult to get a hold of. And I remember spending years gathering all the pieces to make the collection full. It was just such a great moment to where I finally got the whole thing, the whole set. And uh, I feel I can sell this whole set for, you know, five, six hundred bucks at this point. Oh, but, I'm sure uh, you could, man. I, yeah. The last one I'll say to wrap this up that was in a similar vein to what you're talking about. There's this anime called Gantz. It's like... um, I know Gantz. I love you know Gantz. Gantz. Yes. I enjoyed that Gantz one. Is one. I like that favorite one. Animes. Yeah. They go inside of like... They're in the real world, but they go inside of... It's not a video game. They go inside of, I guess, this alternate reality almost. Yeah, yeah sort of. Yep. But they're still running around the city. No, I know what it is. It's like they can see other people, but the other people can't see them. Right, right. right. And so they're like they're within the city and they have to like they have sort of a game. You have to kill ten of these green onion guys. I think it was like the first episode or two. And then uh and if they die in this state, then they're dead for good. But if they can survive and finish the whole game, they can get their life back to normal. Because how they got there was dying, but they almost were given like a second chance to revive if they finish this yep, game yep, it's that somebody like that. makes in this other world. But um, it's a cool one. Though. Yeah, I was really, really into that. And the uh, best thing about Gans is what it does is it leans into people's thoughts. You get to hear everyone's vocalized thoughts as like a monologue as you're watching. And because of that, it gets really like vulgar and gruesome because people's thoughts are far worse than anything they would say out loud. And it yep. really plays with that idea and that anime. And that's why I really like fell in love with it when I was watching it. But that's one I always try to get people to watch. Yeah. So. Yeah. I enjoy that one a lot. So, but yeah, I, uh, I got really into the dot hack things. That's what really just sort of like jumpstart anime for me of liking it. And then I was trying to find more after that back when I was a teenager. And, uh, I think without dot hack, I think I would maybe have six under my belt instead of like 30, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, very yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, that all that talk just made me want to go and watch some anime now, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get into the news. And first, let's go ahead and get into Hogwarts Legacy. Now, going over the news of its sales and success and different reviews and all of that, as well as... Let's go ahead and just talk about what we've been playing when it comes to Hogwarts in this section as well. That way we could just sort of throw it on one lump. Sure. But first here I have Steam Global top sellers last week. Uh, Hogwarts actually made the top four in Steam since there's different versions. But it was like Hogwarts Legacy Digital Deluxe Edition number one. Hogwarts Legacy number two, Hogwarts Legacy number three, Hogwarts Legacy Digital Deluxe Edition as well at number four, and then number five, Steam Deck, Project Zomboid, Dead Space at number seven, Destiny 2 Lightfall plus Annual Pass at number eight, Dying Light 2 at number nine, which is interesting. Dying Light that 2 is, is getting a spike. Hmm. Hmm, and then CSGO Prime Status Upgrade, number 10. 
But Hogwarts is clearly selling very well. We're not going to see like MPD numbers because that's a whole nother till the month after we see the month before. But it just came out and we are seeing it lead the charts, at least in Steam. Also, figured we'd go over some like reviews. I always get GameSpot and GameStop mixed up. GameSpot uh, decided not to review it. I usually throw those up there. So instead, I'm throwing this PlayStation Universe I read some reviews from there, but they gave it a 95 says Hogwarts legacy, a compelling fantasy RPG packed with stunning scenery, memorable characters and fantastic combat. Not only is it a brilliant love letter to fans of the wizarding world, it excels as a game at its own right. So even non Potter fans will find themselves immersed in its great story and characters. Game Informer gave it a 90 said I encountered several minor technical issues over the course of my lengthy playthrough, such as pop in while moving fast or long, long door opening loads. Uh, and some of the game systems are more successful than others. A flood of useless, low quality gear rewards is one notable, if minor problem that sometimes stalls the fun. But all that being said, for those who have long wished for a rich, interactive playground to live out your Harry Potter fantasy, Hogwarts Legacy casts an incredibly mesmerizing spell. So they named a few things that they could think of of what they thought bad, but it's still just uh, nitpicky stuff, you know. Right. Um, IGN here gave it a 90. In nearly every way, Hogwarts Legacy is the Harry Potter RPG I've always wanted to play. It's open world adventure captures all of the excitement and wonder of the wizarding world with its memorable new characters, challenging and nuanced combat, and a wonderfully executed Hogwarts student fantasy that keep me glued to my controller for dozens of hours. It's certainly weighed down by technical issues, a lackluster main story, and some poor enemy variety, but even those couldn't come close to breaking its enchanted spell over me. So there's some uh, three things right there. It's sitting at an 85 on Metacritic. And I'll pass it to you here. What do you think about all of this so far? To be fair, I've only played about four hours or so. And as you know, the the PC port is not the greatest right now. It It's kind of annoying. What exactly is it doing? I, I don't know. So, you know, every time I... And I know some people might find this annoying. But for me, personally, when I get a new game on PC, I like tinkering and making it the best it can be, right? Like... How much, how good can it look? How good can it run? What's that perfect balance, right? I like doing stuff like that. Yeah. But with Harry Potter, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, oh my God, nothing is working. I have this incredibly powerful graphics card. I've got this whole beefy rig. You know, I'm running, um, I don't know, like Doom Eternal is always the one I think of. Doom Eternal at 144 FPS, never drops. The graphics look amazing, right? But then this game, like what is going on? So basically it's... In the four hours I've played, first I tried, I turned everything up, right? Ray tracing... Um, ultra graphics, everything. And it's weird. It's very inconsistent. Sometimes it'll be like above 100 frames. Then all of a sudden it just drops 40 frames, 30 frames, like not even 30, 40, 50. But it's just the back and forth is driving me crazy. And I've tinkered with it a ton. It's just not a great port, it seems, which is really frustrating because I do like the game. I think the game is very good. So at, let's like, say you just put like 1440p and you put high settings. Are you going to yep. hit 60? Uh, yes, but it will drop slightly below that uh, at times okay. it, it's okay. not the problem is the consistency it's not okay. i could put everything on low settings and it still won't stay at one <laughs> at okay. one spot okay. it's really weird um okay yeah i'm having zero issues on the console side okay, now i'm on xbox i don't know but 
me, I haven't seen any bugs. I haven't. I saw one thing. Okay. Like I was talking to a character, and it was getting a light reflection on his face, and it was kind of like glitching of like going light and dark and light and dark on some mm-hmm. spots of like oh, through a light in the window. But that's the only thing I saw of any negative. Uh, I haven't had any frame drops. Okay, good. I haven't. Uh, it the the resolution it doesn't look like it's like bad dynamic like you know in some games like you can tell like the resolution drops a ton and it gets really fuzzy if there's a lot of action right. or anything none of that's taking place it looks sharp runs great um, yeah. that's the only thing I can possibly think of is that that one scene where I was talking to a guy in a classroom and the window was hitting him weird um, sure, sure, other sure. than that everything has been fantastic so sucks that you're having issues on PC it's a, it's annoying but you know what it's it's okay I've I've kind of put it down until I'm going to finish Dead Space first, which I'll talk about later. Can you lower to like 1080 and then that way you can just for sure stay above 60, even though you shouldn't be having to lower? So I haven't tried 1080 yet, but it seems from what everyone's saying online that it's not just based on it's not making sense, right? It's not like, oh, your rig is not strong enough. So lower everything. It's like you're still I heard someone say it was like a memory leak or something that they need to fix. Something like that. I don't know for sure, but it's a pain and uh I will say, though, the, the actual game itself, um, I find it really fun. I like learning all the new spells and the activities and stuff. But the side quests, you know, they're okay. Some of them so far, like, you know, fetch quest kind of stuff. I don't find myself, like, 100%ing this game. But I do think it's really fun, and I, I'm looking forward to spending more time with it. Even those problems I mentioned, I'm still going to play it, obviously. And I'm sure they'll fix it up as we go, um, hopefully sooner rather than later. But, yeah, I like it so far. It's very cool. Do you think these reviews are, like, out of place? Or do you think, like... Um, like If I had to give the game a rating right now, obviously only four hours into it, I'd probably lean more towards the eight range than than the nines. I'm not mad at the nines, though, you know? It, and it's, it's not even because of the performance. I mean, just the game itself, I think it's a pretty good game. Um, I'm not, like, blown away by it yet, but we got to see, you know? Obviously, yeah. I have only scratched the surface, so... And then what do you think of these sales of just topping the charts everywhere? You know Did, were not... you thinking this was going to happen? Even before the controversial stuff. Right. Let's say, I don't know, a few months back and yeah. uh, the game, I... oh, we knew it was coming. Were you expecting it to, to hit number one everywhere? No, I didn't expect number one. I expected good sales, but this is like surpassing my expectations. But it's cool that it's selling so well. I know there's a ton of, you know, Harry Potter fans out there. They finally got a game that actually does it justice. So, hey, I'm not surprised, you know. That's good. I'm, I'm glad. And I'm glad in the face of everything that it's turned out this way. You know, did you see, by the way, you left one review off. Did you see the one out of 10 review? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I, God, what, who was it? Wired. And Wired, Wired is, first of all, Wired is quite big. For like one thing, especially in the gaming world, uh, PlayStation You've been using Wired for any big announcement for the last two or three years. And now they just completely ruined their reputation with this. Oh, they sure did. (laughs) The the person who reviewed this game, too, it's funny because the only other things she's reviewed are like sex toys. (laughs) That's literally it. Like, no games. She's not reviewed any games. She's not even a game reviewer. To me, this smells like Wired was like, hey, who's going to do the Harry Potter review, the Hogwarts review? And she's like, oh, I'll do it. And this turned out, but I'm just shocked <laughs> just that, like, come on, man, you, no matter, 
I can think like of the many... editorial staff above her. If they see that, right, they right. obviously shouldn't have published it. It should be like, what, what the just, hell is this? No matter how bad a game is, I, I've played many bad games in my life. Never. I've never played a one out of ten game. That's that's crazy. That's Actually, like... me either. The lowest I can think of is like a three. And yeah. it was like real, real, real bad. And I couldn't take it and eventually uninstalled it. And it was just, oh my god, what was that? But like a one, that has to be... It's not even functional. You can't work. even yeah. play this game for it to be a one in my head. Right, right. Yeah. I agree. So that was kind of <laughs> like, come but on. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I'm and glad to anyway. see the positive reception. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I'd, I'd rather somebody just say, hey, we're not reviewing it, than again to review. Exactly. Bombs. Now, it looks like Metacritic is not adding that to their list because I did check just now too and I don't see it there. Oh, okay. So clearly they must be aware of like, yeah, we're not putting that up. Because they have put Wired ones up in the past. Um, I checked that. They actually have over 100 reviews of Wired in the past on Metacritic. So Metacritic also must be in on like, yeah, we're not just accepting that. Even though we've accepted over 100 at this point from you, it's clearly biased and we're not adding it. Which is good to know because, well, (laughs) even just for our little betting game, that greatly That would have really changed things up. (laughs) So me, I've, whew, all right, let's get into, uh, there's a lot to say and I'm trying to figure out how to start this, but sure. I have one day and 11 hours. So what is that? That's like 20, uh, that's like 35 hours, 35. Okay. And, um, I've nonstop. I, I, I started Thursday. <laughs> I mean, uh, Saturday, for example, real bad. I, uh, I don't know if I've ever done this before. 9 a.m. <laughs> till 2 a.m. the next day now i you know i'll get up get something to eat i'll go do something for like 30 minutes an hour and never come back but just grinding at this all day till like two in the morning you, you know what it reminds me of the last thing i can possibly think of that i did this to was fable i beat it in one day when it first came out because i was so enamored by it and i was it was so unexpected because i was just you know i bought it a random day maybe a few months after it came out and it was like nine hours long, I want to say. But I just played it all day long, beat it. And I was like, what the hell? It's over. But that's the first time I could think to where I just went such a super long spur of just not playing until I just poured tons and tons of hours. So since Thursday of 35, that's insane to me. Yeah. I It's because, and I'm going to say a lot of crazy things, and it could just be like, beginner biased of like, oh, maybe when I reflect on it later, I won't think so strongly. This is the most, uh, the happiest of me playing a game this generation. This is the most impressed I've been with a game this generation. The last game that has sucked me in this hard, and it didn't even, it didn't even do as big as right. this current, but like that's draining. That's the last thing I can think draining, of yep. where like that game was like 30, 40 hours and I was just obsessed, you know, I'm already getting close to that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so other than that, uh, it's real hard to think. Like Metagross Solid 5, I loved a lot, but I wasn't this hard on it. Um, It's, I don't know. I think last generation, the only one that I was this obsessed and playing this much of was Death Stranding. And the last would probably be like the generation before that. And I couldn't even think what game that would be. But so I'm completely enamored by this. Me, this is one of the greatest video games I've played is how I'm thinking. I love everything about it. I'm spending hours just walking through the castle, just checking everything out. And uh, I was thinking, I was hyped about doing this 
And I said so last week of like, one of my most exciting things is doing exactly that. And well, now actually doing it is far better than I was even expecting on the fine, tiny details. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, where like, you know, when you walk into like a store and you just, you're checking out every piece in the store and it's so highly, finely detailed on just how it would be in this world. It's exactly how Hogwarts is to me. Like this game, every every item, everything is particularly placed. The immersion is through the roof. This is the most immersive world I felt with. They nailed it on that front. So I'm I'm spending all of these hours. I mean, I've, probably the first ten hours I probably only did like one quest because um, all I'm doing is just talking to people, checking <laughs> out, and all of that. That's how you know you love the game. Yes, yes. That's good. Um, I'm glad to hear. And that. then. Uh, you know, at this point, I'm so far in, like, I, I got my broom, I'm flying throughout the lands, I'm accepting any and every quest I can come upon. There's these uh, puzzles. Um, so, in Harry Potter lore, you probably know this, Merlin, right? The dude who's basically, like, the mentor for King Arthur. You have these Merlin trials throughout as you're just exploring, almost like the Breath of the Wild little Korok seed things, Right. You'll hit this little thing. You got to solve a puzzle, and then you get a reward. Oh yes, 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 they, yes. They spurt up, spurt them out all throughout the lands here in Harry Potter. Um, and now the world, you know, it's not going to be as big as like a Witcher or like uh, Breath of the Wild or anything to that scale, but it's still much larger than I was expecting when it, it comes. Is, to it is. It is the map. Yeah. The map is kind of overwhelming. Honestly, I was yeah, kind of shocked yeah. when I saw that at first. <laughs> um, but I'm looking um, forward to getting way into it, man. So I'm exploring, and and it's definitely dense map as well. You know, they're they're for sure filling it with tons of details all throughout, um, tons of quests, tons of things to explore, tons of secrets to find. I see some reviews complaining about the enemy variety. I've actually seen a lot of people say this, but uh, maybe I'll feel this when I beat it. But me, I haven't felt this way. I've like. I've fought spiders, I'm fighting different wizards, I'm fighting uh, wolves, I'm fighting goblins. Um, to me, like uh, it seems to be like uh, how any other RPG is in terms of its animated variety. But even when you look at like the challenges, it splits it up. It looks like there's 50 different creatures to, uh, yeah. to kill whenever you look at um, the stats of you unlocking certain things and getting rewards. Like It'll be like kill 20 wolf and you'll get a new piece of gear right so you can technically tell how many different species they are and it's it's i think it's like 52 i don't see that as being a low amount of enemies so i'm a little confused there why they would say that maybe 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 some of them maybe only pop up just a tiny bit and maybe maybe only a few are kind of everywhere i don't know i don't know i'm just curious how that's gonna turn out anyway I'm absolutely blown away by this game. This is feels like the first time of like a current gen game to me of just like top tier quality. And again, like the only other thing like Red Dead, but that's still stuck to like uh, last gen consoles in terms of like the console gaming thing. Um, but even if I were to play, I think Red Dead 2 uh, at uh, 60 on PC and um, I have like the best parts to me, I think this game would look better the problem is is maybe the performance because it not being nearly as well made um to get it to run 60 now you have to lower this and that and that 
now all of a sudden maybe it doesn't match because of that but me just looking at it from a console perspective it definitely um has just as much fine detail as um red dead redemption 2 but this game looks better than red dead redemption 2 but maybe it's just because there's not a current gen patch for that game you know what i mean Um, i was gonna say yeah because yeah man that's that's crazy because i remember red dead 2 looking like geez incredible Mm -hmm. And when I turn on the ray tracing on my computer, by the way, it looks incredible. It's like even better than I could have imagined. But I end up turning it off because it's like it take you take such a hit, you know, on your um, okay. your frames. But yeah, I hope they fix it up for all versions. Obviously, you know. Yeah. Now, if I turn ray tracing, it will hit me to thirty on console, and there's no way I'm playing that way. Yeah. No. No. Um, way. But it's not like dropping below 30. I guess I'll give it that. But I'm still, I refuse. Yeah, uh, no. Speaking of that, Dead Space, remember how I was like, hey, maybe since you don't, like, you just kind of walk through it and it's a horror game, maybe I'll just play it at a 30 with ray tracing. No. Nah, like, I remember okay, trying yeah. it for like half a second and being like, oh, even just walking slowly looks terrible. <laughs> and I'd immediately yep. change it back to 60. I, I don't I get agree. how people do it. I agree with you. I can't do it, man. So <laughs> it like makes me nauseous. It's weird. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I'm absolutely floored by this game for okay. real. And um, I guess my hours and uh, playtime show <laughs> speak <that>. for themselves. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I couldn't be happier. I've dropped everything. I'm not even trying to play other stuff. Well, I won't say that. Like, you know, I wanted to see how Metroid Prime Remastered looked, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I was like, oh, this is really, really nice. Great upgrade. We'll, we'll get to that. You know, I, I tried something here or there uh, today for about an hour and a half. Um, I tried because it just launched. Um, what is it? That EA game? Wild Hearts. That's what it was. Oh, wow. That Monster Hunter-like game. And I'm really, really like Monster Hunter. So I wanted to try this and see, even though in my head, I don't think that they're going to be able to make a game as good as Capcom with Monster Hunter. But, you know, hey, I'll try. I got Basically, they give you 10 hours trial if you have Game Pass or EA Play, um, which I do. So I played, I think, about an hour and a half. And it's really good so far. Like, you know, I have to play more and see what I really think. But um, first thoughts are, okay, this is way better than I thought. And it's a lot more like Monster Hunter than I would ever expect. It's kind of too much like Monster Hunter, like to the T outside of you just don't have so much gathering and extra uh, things you have to do that Monster Hunter adds on in terms of like, cooking and da, 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 gathering and blah, blah, blah. It's a little more mainstreamed, but in its presentation and its visuals and just the way people like talk, the world setting, all of that is very, very, very Monster Hunter where it feels like they're kind of like a little too close. Like if I was Capcom, I think I would be a little upset being like, dude, you guys are getting way too close to us where I don't know if this is legal is what I'm kind of feeling. But anyway, they literally even call them hunters, which, you know, the Monster Hunter doesn't own the term hunters, but it's just like, I don't know, come up with something else because when it looks exactly like Monster Hunter and they're using the same terms, it gets, it gets a little weird. But uh, anyway, all right. Well, um, anything more, though, on um, Hogwarts? I mean, I hey, mean, they tried to shut it down. It's doing <laughs> very successfully. So, um, oh, in our group, uh, somebody went to it. I mean, oh what, God, there's I'm like so what? Annoyed by that. Maybe 130, 140 people in a group. It's not even that big. And it even happened to us. But 
I, I got spoiled way before even that. Uh, I, it seems to be flooding all over any gaming forum that exists. Uh, people in the comments just destroying it. So I guess, you know, stick to reading headlines and not even reading comments for a good while because yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I've gotten it's, spoiled real bad and they even posted in our small little group we had as well. And we had to ban him and it's just it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Man. Yeah. I, I can imagine how much it's happening all over the internet. People just throwing the spoiler up. Like, yeah. Thankfully, yeah. it seems like this game... The story is not like the main focus of the thing that's drawing me in, which I still didn't even want to I know. will say that. No, I um I yeah. like thirty five hours in. What it is is I love talking to the characters and I right. love like how they talk, what they're talking about, how it plays into the overall lore of Harry Potter as a whole. But in terms of like the actual moment to moment story on like, oh my god, I can't I can't wait to see what happens next with uh with whatever's happening in the plot that's not what's happening you know right it's, right yeah. but um you know these people won't succeed we're all still gonna play the game and it is what it is so <laughs> mm-hmm. but no aside from that I, i'll have more to say when i play it more i'm very close to that being dead space which i'll talk about so and i love day space and i feel a little bad not doing it but i, I don't know i guess i just gotta give in to my just uh of course i understand now yeah, play yeah. whichever one's, you know, pulling you in more right now, you know. And yep, for yep. me, I'm also hoping, you know, if I wait a little bit, they'll start patching some of this stuff. You would assume. I mean, there's I no way that. they're just going to leave it, not do anything. Have no, they even is... added a patch even yet? You know, that would look uh, I don't even know, in actually. a few days. Like, let's see. Broader PC patch. Let's see. Okay, there's not one yet. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to know because we're so early in. Right, Um right. But I hope we can assume, you know, there'll be some patches rolling in to help with the PC problems. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see, but So since Thursday of me playing Hogwarts Legacy, I was making a whole bunch of notes as I was playing along. And so I'm making this insert here because as I was editing the episode, I realized I forgot to go over these notes. And I really wanted to go over some of the stuff that I noticed that was a big deal outside of the things I said when I was going over my thoughts of the game in whole. So a lot of these I may have mentioned already prior to this insert, but I'm just going to go down this bullet point list here and dwell into certain things if I haven't went into it before. So I jotted down here, insane attention to detail, maybe the highest this generation. I already went on that before. Also could be the best graphically pleasing this generation. So both it's small attention to every detail on top of its technical feats. They both seem to be in the top tier of anything we've seen prior. Uh, Spending hours just walking around, zooming in on decorations and talking to everyone, just trying to soak in the incredible lore of the world best hair in any game that I've seen. Most notable is how good the hair is with people of darker complexion, as that's usually bad in most video games, since it's a lot more difficult to create. I'm sure there's a game out there. I know some people are saying NBA 2K is pretty good at that, but I mean, like the best I've seen, this is it, and even down to like a a fade is really, really well done in this game. Uh, Another point I have here, incredible character animation, uh, 
I also put, I got the Gryffindor house. I forgot to mention that. I also, so what I did is I used the, the World of Wizardry website. I don't know, something like that that was set up years ago uh, for you to just see what house you're in, what wand you'd get and all of that, which they also used for Universal Studios. But you could use that same profile implement in the game in here. So I went to that website, did my test through there, and then imported my stuff into the game. But I got Gryffindor through that, which makes sense because I was looking through all the different characteristics even after taking the test. And it seems to be the one to fit me the most in terms of uh, being more eccentric or extroverted or more down to do more random things than the average person. Another point here, I put beautiful symphony music. Another point I put bigger than life magic to it all. It feels very, um, I guess, Disney-like, even though I don't even feel that's the case with Disney anymore. But uh, you know what I mean. Change appearance, but keep stats of other gear option they have in this game. So meaning you obtain a piece of gear, right? Uh, let's say it makes you look worse. Like the hat you got, the stats are technically better, but you don't like the way it looks. Well, any item that you collect at any point, you can then go to change appearance on that item, select that older item, and then now you can keep your stats of the new piece, but look of the older piece. So much so, I don't know if I've seen this in any game of you can even sell the item, but since you once had it, it will always show up in your appearance options. So that's really, really cool. It just shows that they kind of thought of everything through this because it is really important, especially in this game, to uh, really show off how you look. Uh, proves games can get better and we aren't stagnant in what video games can do nowadays in terms of progression and graphics and fidelity and AI. Uh, I was thinking this because uh, I've seen a few comments on like, hey, this generation's maybe we are in a place to where things are as best as they could be. Maybe we could technically make like, okay, we can get some higher frames here or have something that we could make look this good, but it was affecting performance a lot, which now we have more power, so it doesn't do so. But more or less, we're still just in the same realms of possibility we're at in the last generation. I know this game is coming to last-gen consoles, but I'm just meaning in terms of as time moves forward, I, this game is proving we can still go above and beyond than what we could have a few years ago, just because I'm realizing how impressive uh, the tech is in this. Another point I have here, actually enjoy... Herbology, collecting plants as they can be used in battle in very clever and fun ways, as well as the making potions and remedies. For example, you can plant these ditani seeds and wait 10 minutes to grow for medical herbs. Uh, you can increase the fertilizer or change the fertilizer or change the pot size to yield bigger results. Uh, the 10 minute wait of normal amount of seeds and pot size gets you five herbs. You take these herbs to then make uh, healing potions. So like you'll take these herbs, go over to the potion side of the castle and drop them in along with some other ingredients and in how you can make healing potions out of them. And that's just one out of like, I want to say 10 different potions you can build. Um, I saw another really, really neat potion where it spawns a rain cloud and it will last 30 seconds. 
and any enemy in this area just gets electrocuted for 30 seconds as you're fighting them. So it can really help with offensive skills as well. And there's some defensive ones and uh, really, really fun to just mix and match with a lot of things. Um, You can also use these plants to create almost these killer plants that you can throw on the ground and they can attack enemies too. Really neat creative results there when it comes to the herbology of the game, which I've never messed around when it came to alchemy or creating potions or any uh, growing plants or anything like that with any game like this in the past, but... This seems to be the first one where I'm actually getting really involved in it all just because the results are so cool if you spend time in it of anything that I thought of of past games not doing as interesting. And then I have a last point here of lots of creative discoveries, secrets and puzzles to solve both inside and outside of the castle. The amount of secrets I found in the castle alone is really, really staggering trying to think of uh, a simple one you'll see in the beginning because I don't want to spoil too much because as weird as it sounds, it's really fun to come across them and discover them yourself. But one that the game sort of teaches you through tutorialization is uh, you'll see a mirror and you'll see like butterflies around the mirror. Uh, You light up your wand, it lights up the mirror, and it shows a photo of where a butterfly may be somewhere else in the castle. You go and find that butterfly you light up your wand, it gets attracted to the light, you bring that back to the mirror with the butterflies around it, the butterfly goes inside of the mirror, pop, it gives you the reward. So it's interesting things like that. But yeah, that's just some of the notes I've taken down that I really wanted to go into more depth before we move on from this game and discussion. All right, um, let's get into this Nintendo Direct. Now, before we get into all of this, there's a lot to go through. Um, What did you think just overall? uh, I guess, I mean, what would you rate it? I thought it was very good. I'd probably give it, man, I might even give it an A. I thought it was very well done. There were some Mm -hmm. things in there that didn't grab me, but I knew that they were good things to feature anyway. And they had a nice shadow drop, as we'll talk about. They had a few things I was interested in general, a great trailer at the end. I mean, yeah, it was good. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going as far as an A plus or anything, but a solid A for me as just well. Just an A, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just an yeah. A I think is fair. And I complain about it, and I get I get the reason of maybe why I shouldn't be complaining, but here I am anyway. Of Zelda, sorry, Tears of the Kingdom. I keep saying like Breath of the Wild 2. We know the title now. First of all, we still don't even know why they thought it was um, a spoiler to put it as Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, right? why, why would that be? Yeah, it doesn't like, tell me anything. It was like, oh, once we put the title out there, everyone's going to know a bunch of stuff. They put it out. <laughs> nobody knows anything still. <laughs> and even with this last trailer, we still don't know anything on what they would even be <laughs> applying. We got shown more of the game, right? And it looks awesome. And I'm very excited. And we got a good amount more shown of just little like, but it's real quick, sharp cuts. And we don't know any context. And I really badly wanted to understand like, hey, what about weapon uh, deprivation? What about um, how are shrines working? How are temples working? Um, all of these questions we had of like the sequel, like um, how exactly are they managing the game of like, because clearly there's like an underground part, then there's like surface level, then there's some sky stuff. They, um, they still didn't even get into his hand powers outside of going through that one little cliff thing. Uh, we still don't understand what's going on with Zelda herself. 
uh, they clearly are implying something weird is happening there. And, uh, you know, maybe some weird multiplayer thing or something. But we just don't know any details about the overall game and what they're trying to achieve with this game. They're just giving us, like, a bunch of cuts of just, like, hey, he's uh, fighting these guys. Or um, uh, they showed this really cool thing of, so in Breath of the Wild, you know, people made these custom rigs of, like, the mine carts and flying putting a bunch of stuff together with the magnet and everything. Well, now on this, yeah, you could cool. just straight, I guess they just give you a whole thing to mess around with from the start. I don't know, but it looks like it's already like pre-built for you to just sort of fly around in the world. On. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I love that. But yeah, I mean, before anything else, I guess since I'm already talking about, it, let's go into this um, Tears of the Kingdom. So with the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom months away from its May 12th release date, Nintendo is sharing another look into the 2023 game. The high-anticipated title is the sequel to 2017's Breath of the Wild, keeping its open-world exploration and expanding that upward and into the sky. I'd say downward and then also <laughs> upward into the sky. Um, Nintendo also revealed that Link's Next Adventure will carry a higher-than-normal price tag. It will now cost $70 when it launches in May. What do you think about that price difference? Yeah, so listen, uh, I think it's very qu- people are very quick to say, oh, no, Switch game is worth $70. It's like, well, if you feel that way, you should say that you should be saying the same thing about the other systems. Either you feel it's worth it or it's not. For me personally, Zelda... I would pay $100 for Zelda. Like, that's just yeah, me for, yeah. for this game. Um, but they said they're going to do it case by oh, case. Oh, what are you doing in the uh, collector's edition? Are you going to... I'm gonna not going to grab it only because it didn't have... They should have thrown a statue in there. I would have grabbed it. But, <laughs> you know, no statue. I'm, I'm not in. Um, but, like, Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy is coming out. And I paid uh, 6 Well, normally I would have paid 60 for it, right? But I got yeah, you dumped 100 on that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I believe what they're saying, that it's going to be case by case. And... It, out of all the games that I would spend 70 on, this is one that I really have no problem doing. I'm going to get so yeah. many hours of fun out of this game. So it's, it is what it is. I'm not. I'm not Whether they're being slimy or not, I don't know if I'd go that far. But it doesn't matter because I'm going to buy it anyway. So Yeah, I'm going to buy it anyway. I don't think, you know, that I, I don't love that games will be $70 sometimes now. But, hey, I'm still going to buy it. So. <laughs> Uh, that Wild Hearts, uh, it's 70 bucks. I saw that yeah, whenever I was yeah. downloading it. Okay, so I categorized this a ton of direct. I went in order here of what I cared the least about up until I cared the most about. I thought that would be fun okay. to – Interesting. That way I could just see for myself, what do I care less or more about? Right, right, right. And I, Anyway, so I started listening in that order. I guess I'll – I don't know. I'll, I'll name like three and you can name three. Sure, yeah, let's do it. Sort of like flood through this here real quick. Mm-hmm. So my least cared one <laughs> – Fashion sure. Dreamer. Fashion Dreamer is basically... Oh, man. Come on, man. I'm simulator. excited about this. <laughs> Where you get scored <laughs> on your best looks. It's a new IP <laughs> from Xseed, and it's coming to Nintendo Switch exclusively in 2023. Uh, right. Next, Harmony, The Fall of Revere. The future <laughs> of humanity is at stake in Don't Nod's Harmony, The Fall of Revere. The dramatic game is coming to the Nintendo Switch in June. Don't not as best known for Life is Strange franchise. Now, there's a big gap between me caring about Fresh Fashion Dreamer and me caring about Harmony, The Follower of Veer. We just even had cooler stuff after. Of course. Yep. (laughs) Um, We love Katamari Reroll plus Royal Revere. The puzzle game is a sequel to Katamari Damacy. And in it, the player controls a roly-poly character who collects a whole bunch of stuff. And, you know, the classic Katamari style. 
So yeah, so I did three, just do three, and then I'll do the three again. Sure, sure. Out. Okay. Then we have Samba de Amigo, Party Central. It's been decades. Now, now, now. Do you remember this game? I, I so, do remember. Yep. Was it GameCube or Dreamcast? I couldn't remember. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't. I the original. You I remember from the trailer. No, I don't. I don't remember the original. No. So you do. You, if you highlight over it, you know how it'll give you a little pre-through page there. Now that it clicks in the video, mm-hmm. that character. I mean, whenever you played, uh, he was in that Sega racing game with all the different Sega characters. He's oh, one of the characters. There's a whole stage based on him. It says for um, me. it was GameCube or Dreamcast. It, well, I, it? I see a game for Wii. Did the one come before that even? Yeah. Oh, oh, it actually says right here in the description. Sorry. So just read the description. Okay. okay. Here's my answer. Okay. So it's been decades since developer Sonic Team and publisher Sega released Samba de Amigo, an arcade rhythm game that later came to Dreamcast 2000 and Nintendo's Wii in 2008. Okay. Premise is simple. Move your maracas and your body to the beat. Samba de Amigo Party Central will be released on June 30 for Nintendo Switch. Launching with 40 songs across genres. There's more than Maraca shaking this time, too, with minigames. Like a love checker and only playing online. Online playing with up to eight players. That's cool. I mean, it seems like a fun little game to play, you know. With They're like- bringing back an old Sega classic for the Switch. And I thought that was neat. And um, it actually is a good rhythm game. It really is. So um, okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm interested in that. I want to see how it does. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Then we got Mario Kart 8, Next Wave. Very excited about that. Yoshi's Island course and new character, Birdo. Great stuff. I mean, the game is like the best value you can get in a, in a video game right now. It's crazy. Yep. Then we got Dead Cells, which is getting that Castlevania-themed expansion, Return to Castlevania. It was revealed at the Game Awards and is coming to Nintendo Switch on March 6th. We still don't know if we play as Castlevania characters, and it's mm-hmm. driving me insane. I watched that trailer during the Direct, and I'm like, um, uh, it still looks like we're not doing so. It still looks like I'm just playing as the Dead Cells character. Gonna have to just kind of yeah. keep guessing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Professor Layton in the new world of Steam, a new Professor Layton game is coming, and Nintendo has kept things very mysterious, showing just the title and nothing else. The last mainline Professor Layton game was released in 2014, so it's been a long time. And these are really good, high quality games. I want to say, uh, who makes them? Level five, right? Yeah. Disney Illusion Island. Now, remember a screen, few screenshots came out of this game, and I was dunking on. I was like, "This game looks so bad. What is happening?" I remember. I remember. Anyway, this trailer looks amazing. They must have went a long way of like what they showed there to what they're showing now. It actually looks really cool. Anyway, Disney Illusion Island looks to be a stylized Disney platform that brings Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and Donald Duck into a new mysterious world. And it's got multiplayer for up to four players. It's coming to Nintendo Switch on July 28th. And then Splatoon 3, uh, Splatoon 3 Expansion Pass is a paid DLC with two waves of content. Just think like what they did with Splatoon 2. Uh, they release an expansion pack. They're doing the same thing with three. Yeah. Uh, they're do- making the main hub where you can switch between Splatoon One's main hub and Splatoon Three's main hub, which is pretty neat. Gotcha. And then an actual DLC coming called Side Order, which looks like near what you know the areas in near where uh, there's like no color to anything. Oh yeah, like the the copied city or whatever. Yeah, yes, you know what you're yes. about. that's exactly what that looks like in this DLC. That is true. Anyway, all right. <laughs> All right, then we got Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. Capcom's Ghost Trick Phantom Detective is a re-release of the 2010 adventure game. It's expected out in 2023 
on all systems. Have you played this before or know what this is? I have It not. was on DS, and it is a very good DS game. Ghost Trick. Very, very good Capcom. Um, it's sort of like a puzzle game. All right, and then we got Bat and Kaitos 1 and 2 Remastered. I do remember these games. At yeah. least the first one I do. Yep. Bat and Kaitos Eternal Wings and The Lost Ocean will get an HD version for Nintendo Switch alongside a remaster of the 2003 GameCube games prequel, Bat and Kaitos Origins. Bat and Kaitos was original, originally published by Namco. The game came out first in Japan before it launched in North America in 2004. JRPG franchise was abandoned after Origins, uh, while developer Monolith Soft worked on other projects like the Xenoblade Chronicles games. But after all these years, fans of the JRPG and its transforming player cards kept up hopes and rumors that Bat and Kaitos could come back one day, and it looks like 2023 is the year, specifically in the summer. That's cool. I mean, I didn't play through these games, so I'd like to... Um, Me either. I always knew of them. I never once played them. So yep. I'd be interesting to play this. All right. And then we yeah. got Fantasy Life 1, The Girl Who Steals Time. So I didn't put any description here uh, because... Any description I found just didn't do it justice. And I know a lot about this game because I used to play it on 3DS a ton. And you know the game I was saying? Uh, it's like Moonshine Island or something. I don't know. Last week I was playing this game where it was like half Pokemon, half like uh, Harvest Moon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, whatever. Anyway, this game completely destroys that fantasy life. One of the best in this genre for sure. I am so excited. We're finally getting a new Fantasy Life on Switch. Basically, at least the 3, 3DS game, I imagine they're going to add more here. But there was like 12 different characters you can choose off from the start. So like you create your character and you could be like an alchemist. You could be a cook. You could be an adventurer. You could be like a black knight. You just pick a bunch of different classes and you can even like uh, level up those classes as you play the game and get like superior versions of that class so like let's say you start off as a warrior you could end as like uh, a dark black knight in the very end if you go a certain path or whatever but there's a lot of just anything and everything if you just think almost like an mmo to where like oh well i just want to spend 30 hours fishing there's a whole channel of like going to all these different locations fishing blood punch different quests going around fishing you literally pick whatever role you want to do and you just stick to that path on how you want to live that character's life gotcha now you can switch over but then you 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 start back at ground zero with that new class when you switch, and then you can go down that character's pathway. I, I think it's an incredible game. You should. Uh, I don't. Did you did you watch the whole Nintendo Direct? I did. Yeah. Do you remember mm-hmm. this? I remember seeing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the very beginning, I thought the character looked really, really dumb with the stupid hat, and I was like, "What the hell? Like, what is this game?" <laughs> in the very moment I saw just a little bit more, I think they did a horrible job. At showing it off at first but then later on you get to realize like oh you fight dragons you fight like goblins whatever like the the combat's actually pretty good and it goes quite a long ways and um anyway i think this game is fantastic i'm curious let's see let's see what what if fantasy life on 3ds get like let's see it's metacritic because i'd be shocked if it's not received well (laughs) okay uh, i don't know 73 I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not bad, you not know. Bad. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I loved it. But yeah, next up, you can continue okay. on. I just had to go on to that. Sure. Then we got Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. After an 11-month delay. Wow, I can't believe it was that long. Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp will be released April 21st. They'll be up on the Nintendo eShop for purchase. 
Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp were supposed to be released on April 22, but Nintendo delayed it after Russia invaded Ukraine. Nintendo said the delay was due to recent world events, likely meaning the Russian attack. I just wonder why they waited so long. Did they really have to wait 11 And months? why wasn't it shadow dropped? Right. Yeah, I'm very shocked this wasn't the shadow drop. Like, how are you not done with this game? I thought you I were done. You just didn't release it because of other problems. That's what and, I thought. Uh, so we're waiting until April, but that's not a long wait, but still, <laughs> no, I was a little not. weirded out by that. Just thought it was a strange choice, that's all. And then Zelda, we already talked about that. Zelda, we talked. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you do this one. You seem to be excited about this, so. Yep, 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 yep. Again, like, this is the order of excitement here, which, only because we didn't get any new details on Zelda, it's like, okay, cool, we got to see more, but um, if, if I would have got more details on Zelda, I would have put it higher up. Anyway. But Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance on Nintendo Switch Online. I remember going over this in news whenever it was first sort of getting developed, and there was a lot of proof that it was getting done. And But such a long time happened between then and now that I started to lose hope on, like, maybe it was just a rumor, or maybe they just couldn't get it working right, so they just dropped it. Who knows? But anyway, I'm glad to see it actually release here, so... Nintendo is bringing a slate to Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games to Nintendo Switch Online. Game Boy and Game Boy Color game titles are available with a Nintendo Switch Online membership, while the Game Boy Advance games are with the expansion pass. And here's my big, oh, I guess I have to get the expansion pass now. There's uh, no way I'm like not doing this. Now, I'm going to hold off for right now because I'm good. I'm playing a lot of stuff. But I definitely have to jump on this. But I went ahead and tried out at least the Game Boy Game of Color stuff since I have access to that right now. The games that are there is Tetris, which released in 1989, Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, 1992. Now, why didn't we get the first one? I love I know, Super I Mario love, Land, and I don't I know like we've the talked second about one. It. I know we've talked about it. I think the first one's so much better. Yes. And, but a, apparently we're in the minority. Uh, most of the time, you'll how. see people say they like two more. Oh, my God. And, one is uh, so good. <laughs> anyway, but uh, I did play. I played five levels of it. The power-up is really neat. Like uh, It's like these rabbit ears or something, but the way you can sort of like float. But, I mean, still, like, come on. The music alone in Sumara Land is like, you can't beat it if you try. Anyway, all right. Uh, Metroid 2, The Return of Samus, which came out in 1991. Kirby's Dream Land, 1992. The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX, 1998, which I thought was a little weird because we have the Link's Awakening remake. But, you know, like, uh, I can see a lot of people preferring the original, so it's not bad. Sure, and of then, course. This is the weird one. Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare, 2001 is whenever it came out. This game is trash. I think like IGN gave it a, like a three or four at the time of release. Um, this game is not good. I don't know why this is here because everything else is pretty good. Uh, game and Watch Gallery 3, 1999. Um, Gargoyle's Quest came out in 1990. And then Wario Land 3, which is a very good game, came that out in game. 2000. Wario Land 4 is even better on GBA. That's what I want to see drop on GBA. Wario Land 4, I played the hell out of on Game Boy Advance. Anyway, and then 4. Yes, yes. Uh, Wario Land Shake was basically that. It was basically yep. Wario Land 5, and it was really good. Anyway, for Game Boy Advance, there is Legend of Zelda Minish Cap 2005, a must. Uh, Super Mario Advance 4, which is Super Mario Bros. 3, which came yep. out in 2003. And it has all of the e-card levels included, which is super neat. The fact that we have about 40 DLC levels official with Nintendo for Super Mario Bros. 3, one of the greatest games ever, 
You know, I've never played them because who the hell had an e-card reader? None of us did. <laughs> but man, th- so this is really, really exciting. I get to play some official Super Mario Bros. 3 new levels. I'm definitely going to play that. That's so cool. Yeah, Mario Luigi Superstar Saga, which came out in 2003. I never played this, so Superstar I'm excited to play Saga. that. Saga. Oh, I played the first one, I think. I think that yeah, is the first so, one. I think it is the first one, yeah. But there is, a there's there's I think, three in total. Bowser's Inside Story is the third one that was on DS. Yes, I yes. Think it, I think there was a second one on GBA. So it's, yes, my memory's I, right. I think that was the third one. Bowser's Inside Story was the third one, I think. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. Uh, but I've never played any of them, and I've always wanted to. I mean, they're RPG Marios. Like, I really need to actually play that. So that would be really fun. And they do the whole uh, Paper Mario deal to where, like, you got to time the A right off the attacks. And right. that makes any RPG better if they just add that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Mario Kart Super Circuit, which came out in 2001. Now, this is one of my favorite Mario Karts, weirdly. Um, maybe it's just because I poured so many hours into it when I had my GBA. I love this game. And uh, I still go back to it time and time again, and I still love it. Um, a lot of people seem to like this be one of the worst for them. But this is one of my favorites. Anyway, yep. and then uh, Kari Kari Corrigan. I don't I don't. <laughs> Let me see if I can say this. Kari Kari Karrigan. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Originally came out in 2001. When I first saw it, I was like, what the hell is that game? I further looked into it. I'm not going to lie. It actually looks pretty neat. Cool. Uh, uh, basically, it's like this, I don't know what you want to call it, like a, a pole that sort of spins in a circle and you have to direct it through a level uh, through all these obstacles. And it's it seems like something you would see on like a um, a phone game nowadays. You know I what I mean? That. But way before phones, you know, smartphones were out or anything. But it looks high quality in that in that level, though. All right, and then WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Games 2003. This is the original Wario game, Warrior yes. game, and could be the best one. Uh, they got it right right out of the gate. This game is fantastic. I love this game. So for sure be pouring hours into that. Such a fun game. I mean, there, cool. it's just so neat to just like. It just throws something random at you. You don't have any time. Well, you got five seconds to figure it out, plus also solve it or complete it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they just yep. throw the next, and it's just utter chaos. It's like ADD the game, but uh, it's so <laughs> fun. That's <laughs> funny. It's a funny way to describe it, but so true. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, you can do these last two here. Sure. So Pikmin 4. I'm very excited. You know, I love the first three. Some of my favorite games I've played in a long time. It's been way too long. God, when did Pikmin 3 come out? Let me see. 2014 or 15? 2013. Jesus. Ooh, even older. Okay. So it's been 10 <laughs> years, man. The fact that we're getting a new one looks really cool. It looks great. I love how the game looks. It looks like the, the dog. Is, the dog. Looks awesome. Looks so cool, man. I, um, I, I, it has a different viewpoint to where it's a little more behind the yeah, character now. Yes, and I think that's pretty that. cool, actually. I think they said a little like lower that. to the ground, too, right? Did yeah, they mention yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. It's definitely lower to the ground and a little more behind, almost like a third person action right. game. I'm super yeah. excited, man. This is, uh, you know, this game will come out. I'm sure it'll be great, and people will still say that Nintendo makes the same games over and over and over, <laughs> but then they don't play games like this, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and even if they do make the same things over and over, they they, they're pulling from a pull of what 50 right, i mean okay right. they're making the same 50 things over and over again i mean yeah, yeah. how it's, can you complain like, it's just silly a lot of people have a lot of bias towards <laughs> nintendo if we haven't noticed by now anyway metroid prime remake 
I honestly think it's not that far. I put, this, to call as my, that. I put this as my number one. Yeah, because man, the, it it <laughs> when I first first of all when I saw the announcement immediately I was like I'm getting this right away. But then I was like, okay, Rudy, hold on, let's relax. We really and I did this. I did not mean to type that. I didn't meant to put remastered. My bad. Oh, no, no, I actually no. put remake. I guess because I guess in my head I'm seeing it as a remake. Right. And I just it's instinctually so, it's yeah. so well done that you almost want to call it that. But but yeah, it's a remaster. <laughs> but it's a damn good remaster. I know a lot of naysayers yeah. were. Thinking like, oh, it's gonna be crappy. They're barely gonna do anything to him. They're gonna charge sixty bucks for it. Well, they charge forty dollars. Stinky switch and it's underpowered. Right, nah, right, it exactly. Looks great. It looks, it looks, great. Am- it looks amazing. Forty dollars. Yeah. I mean, God, I cannot wait to get this. I'm just gonna wait. I don't. I want to give it the full attention it deserves. So I'm not gonna grab it yet. Yeah, they shadow dropped it. Um, a physical version coming on the 22nd, but this is a really, really cool. I'm surprise. definitely going to buy that physical version. I have to have it a part of my collection. It's just too important of a title. And the original, I actually have a few GameCube games up there, but that's one of the ones I'm missing. So I feel sure. I need to have the physical of, of at least the Switch title. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, I get it. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a great direct. Um, a for me for sure. Yeah. Super excited. It's been a while to get some Nintendo hype. And this is definitely hype. I mean, Advance Wars right around the corner. We got so many drops like of that too. There's some stuff in here that I'm put right of all those demos. Like we got um, uh, Sea of Stars, you know, that beautiful looking JRPG. We actually got a day for that too. Um, I don't know why it's not in here, but I think it was August 21st. And that's the game when we're doing our bets. I was like, oh, it's December. It's probably going to get delayed. I'm not going to add it, but I really want to. (laughs) <laughs> and then, of course, it's like August, and I was like, "Ooh, God, the game looks incredible." Anyway, demo is out now. Yeah, Definitely I was very excited about that. that. I downloaded it. I got. I haven't had a chance to Me try too. it, but I'm yep. super and same with Octopath it. Traveler Two. They dropped the no, demo. No, no, no. You transfer no, no, no. that to the full game. I'm very curious on that because I did have a lot of issues with the first Octopath. I mean, it looked fantastic, and like the gameplay itself was fun. Like it sort of expanded even on um, Bravely Default's mechanics. It's just right. the story was quite lacking on like. That's what everyone I don't said. Know. Yeah. It was quite like. I guess you play 10 hours of it. You feel like you played it all. It can feel real repetitive. The story doesn't really go any good place. It was a little underwhelming on that part. So I'm curious. And they must have gotten seen all that feedback. I mean, that's what most people say, right? They must know. So I'm very curious on how, if they address all that and they just like bang it out of park with a second one with all that in mind. So just a hoping that's the case. Um, Totally agree. And lastly, we just have Dead Island 2 is launching a week early. April 21st coming out. I need to see more of this game before I decide if I want to get it or not. I just feel like I haven't seen enough. I've seen it. You know, those few trailers. It's weirdly looking better than um, the other one we were just talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm still just like, do I care about Dead Island, though? I kind of don't. But um, I don't know. Anytime I'm looking at it, it, it is surprising me. It's looking pretty good, but... I still, yeah, I don't know if I'm like, I'm not hyped for it or anything. Also, yeah. uh, you missed it here. I added, uh, so this may have dropped today, if not yesterday, but Psychonauts 2's uh, development was chronicalized in 32 part documentary series. So, two player productions, the film crew behind the acclaimed Double Fine Adventure series, chronicling the making of Double Fine products, Broken Age, has suddenly released a new documentary series following the development of Psychonauts 2. Best of all, you can watch every episode right now. The series called Psych Odyssey consists of a whopping 32 episodes, all of which are available to watch for free on their YouTube channel. 
and earn praise for its raw, intimate look at the good, bad, and ugly sides of game development as the crew spent years filming and Double Fine Studios' Broken Age came together. Psychonauts 2, um, Tumblr's Road to Release from crowdfunding campaigns and Microsoft acquisition of Double Fine makes it a creation a fascinating subject and we're excited to see how two player productions captured it now i watched the first episode it was close to an hour long wow uh, dude i loved it dude it's so neat so the first episode they actually went to psychonauts one they went from the beginning ideas all the way till them releasing it and then okay. the episodes after that, that's when they start with two. But they figure they had to go with one first. And they show a lot of footage of them in their office working in a man. So you know how there's so many crunch stories left and right nowadays? Dude, they were crunching to no end. But again, you kind of have to. Like, if you love something, you can't just leave at 5 o'clock working on a passion project of your dreams and then just like you're never gonna get it done. Like I, people are like sleeping on their desk, sleeping on the couch, working endlessly on this thing. They went into this bit to where Microsoft literally canceled it. They kept coming and checking the game out, and they're just like, it's just not interesting. It doesn't look fun. But it was in really early stages, and even they themselves were saying, "Man, it's a lot of great ideas here, but it's just not coming together well at all. We do not like what we have right now." And it was a really rough shape in the beginning. And after, uh, I want to say it was like six months to a year of them keep coming and checking it out. They eventually were like, they just like not, and they canceled the whole deal. And then uh, right as there were, <laughs> Tim Schafer's like has a meeting with them and they're like, hey, I don't know. Um, he's basically crying to them and he's like, look, like, I don't know what to do. I don't have any more money. Uh, you can come in tomorrow and work, but I can't pay you. Otherwise, no hard feelings. And uh, luckily, a few days later, a publisher hits them up saying that they're going to publish the game for them and give them a lot of money to finish and uh, basically save their butts. And it just gave them this drive. And like they were saying, like weeks after that, all of a sudden they were able to like go leaps and bounds above where they ever were before. And they weren't blaming Microsoft because they were kind of agreeing with them. It was like, this game actually is bad and not fun at all. And they were having a hard time. Like, look, like these characters are fantastic. These worlds are fantastic, but it is just not fun. And how do we make this fun? And uh, they finally were able to tackle the fun aspect of the game and uh, release it. And, uh, And they were pretty bummed, like, Critical of reception was through the roof, you know, like uh, nines and tens and like uh, like 8.5 was probably the lowest of a big critic at that time that it got. But the game did not sell at all. It was like maybe 200,000 copies. They were just like, how how is it this high a critic, but nobody's buying it? And uh, they were like super bummed about that. And then that's why Psychonauts 2 is like, it kept coming up of them wanting, you know, somebody, you should totally do it. And they're like, dude, it just, nobody seems to want it or care about it. It did not do well. Like we can't spend years of our life and have barely anyone play it again. And uh, eventually one day, you know, as we're going to see in this series, I guess, like, I guess somebody, uh, you know, talked them out of, well, maybe they should do it. And uh, so that'd be cool to see exactly how that plays out. Yeah. But you really, you really need to watch it. 
No, I need it's to check that out. I, I love the game, obviously, so it'd be cool to it's see. It's just cool seeing the, the background of any game. Like I they really, really show way more than I was ever expecting on how game development works. And uh that was the coolest part of it all. Interesting. Okay. Let's get into what we're watching, what we're playing. I mean, I don't know, like Hogwarts I already talked on Metroid Prime. Yeah. I already talked on yeah. that. Don't have much more to say, honestly, yeah. except um I, I've been playing a lot of dead space because i got back into it. i wanted to finish it up i'm very close to the end i'm on chapter 10 out of 12 now uh the game is just amazing it just gets better and better i think it's such a good game so well done i find myself doing all the side quests in the game which i don't remember doing the first time around did they even the- have side quests because i don't I, think they did i don't remember but in this this time around with the tram system being improved significantly it's so much easier to get around the whole ship um, yeah so it makes me more you know, want to go do this. Makes There's it one feel more where... like a Metroidvania. Yeah. Like, oh, I can yeah. go back to this area and do something I wasn't right. able to do before. Right. I got like clearance to level three clearance. Oh, yeah. now let me go back and open those doors and stuff. Because that wasn't um, a thing before either. Like, I don't think yeah. so. The game is so, so good though. It, the Everything about it, it's super scary the whole way through. It's very fun. It's very challenging. I'm playing on medium difficulty and it's freaking hard. Like I'm like mm-hmm, shocked. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, like I'm, I, because I always pick medium the first way through, and if I find right. it too easy, I'll bump it. But right. I felt, I, well, one, can you even bump it, or do you have to? I don't uh, know. Either I don't way, know, I felt actually. no reason to want no, to bump no, it up because no. it's definitely hard. So, I thought yeah. it was perfect, but yeah. yeah, I don't have much more to say about it. I'm almost done with it. I'm really enjoying it. Definitely a great, great remake. Super good. Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. I've just been playing here and there. I'll pop in. I got ten minutes. Let me do a, a quick battle, whatever. I'm not finding myself like, oh, I got to do everything this game. I'm sort of just like, I love the battle so much, but I don't really care much for the other stuff, to be honest. So I find myself just kind of doing the main missions, mainlining it. And yeah, and I already talked about Hogwarts. So yeah, yeah, that's it for now. Okay, let's get into New Game Watch here. So you're going to see this list is very long. PSVR 2 is coming out February 22nd. And its launch library secretly just blew up. Like, so yeah. they, the original of like, hey, here's a launch date. Here's the price. Here's 12 games that we're putting out, right? And we're just like, that's very underwhelming. I don't know. Why would I want that, you know? But now we're actually seeing, uh, for real, like a huge list here. So looks like they could actually turn it around, at least on having software, you know, because they looked very, very dry at uh, at the re- at the reveal of it all. So anyway, but uh, before the PSVR two stuff, so we got Shadow Warrior three. We got a PlayStation five and Xbox Series X and S version, February sixteenth. Theatre Rhythm final bar line. Here it is, oh, February sixteenth. Gigan Todosaurus Dino Kart, uh, all platforms, February seventeenth. Tells us Symphonia Remastered, February 17th. I would be excited for this, but again, GameCube version 60 FPS, but somehow this remastered version is 30 on new systems. Completely wow. like, no. I don't know. I can't do it. So, nope. Anyway. <laughs> I can't do 30 FPS, especially nowadays. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Anyway. Sucks, dude. Um, the Settlers, New Allies, PC, February 17th. Wild Hearts, February 17th. Again, I'm playing that right now. I actually really like it. We'll see what, how it goes. Akora Aura, uh, all platforms, February 21st. Atomic Heart. Whoo, here it is. Yeah, I didn't know it was great. that soon. Looks so when good. When is that? 21st. That is That's next week. Tuesday. It's crazy, man. And then, um, Like a Dragon Inshin, 
uh, all platforms February 21st. Digimon World Next Order, Switch and PC, February 22nd. And then we got a whole bunch of PSVR titles, all February 22nd. So, after the fall, Alter Breaker, Cities VR Enhanced Edition, Cosmosius High, Demio. That is the one so far that I actually really would like to play on PSVR 2. Anyway, it's the uh, D&D, but in VR. It's really well done. Drums Rock. Uh... Discronia, <laughs> Fantavision. Wow, I didn't know this was coming. PS. So that's a PS2 game, and it's some. Um, anyway, you should look that up. Fantavision, Firewall Ultra, uh, Gran Turismo Seven. Apparently, the entire game is available on VR and Gran Turismo Seven. Uh, the only thing you can't do is the obvious split screen multiplayer because I don't know how you'd be able to do that. But <laughs> but that's really, really neat. I thought it was just going to be a little mode of VR. Nope. Whole experience. So that's cool. Out of anything, that makes me want it more than anything. Like Because these specs are looking fantastic for VR. Yeah. And being able to see like Grand Turismo 7 in VR, that would be incredibly neat for me. Anyway, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Job Simulator, the 2050 Archives, Jurassic World Aftermath Collection, uh, Kayak VR Mirage, Kazuna AI, Touch the Beat, Moss and Moss, Book 2 Bundle. I don't know yeah. why it's called Moss and Moss. It's weird. <laughs> Moss uh, <laughs> NFL Pro Error, uh, Pavlov VR. Pavlov is awesome. Pavlov, interesting. That is awesome. I didn't know that was coming to PSVR. That's neat. Cool. Uh, Pistol Whip, probably the most fun I've had in VR outside of some really weird. I really like that Nintendo Labo Bazooka Gun game. Right, right. I saw like a ton. But uh, I think Pistol Whip would be number two and just most fun that I've had. And then I would put like Beat Saber at three. Anyway, the hardware itself obviously arrived in the 22nd. Puzzling Places, Resident Evil Village, the whole game, VR. Woo, that's awesome. Uh, Res Infinite, Song in the Smoke, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, Synth Riders, Tentacular, Tetris Effect Connected. Good to see get a PS5 port uh, because Tetris Effect is amazing in VR, and it was on PS4 with its VR, but God, the PSVR original looks so bad. But I actually played Tetris Effect um, on my VR on a real nice resolution, and it was incredible. When I beat that, I definitely had tears in my eyes. That was like one of the most intense VR experiences I've ever had. Super cool. Anyway, uh, but that's neat to see it getting a PlayStation 5 version, being able to see that with high tech really makes that game. The last Clockwinder, The Light Brigade, The Tale of Onagora, Thumper. Thumper's great. Thumper's awesome. I love Thumper. Ta- uh, Townsman VR. Vacation Simulator is great. What the Bat. Zenith The Last City. That's that MMO. I think it looks kind of dumb, though. And then Zombie Land Headshot Forever Reloaded. So it actually got a good lineup here. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I still don't. I'm still not dropping. I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it, but it'll be it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see you know the reception of it and how it goes yeah so and i'm kind of like hit a point in my life like i've had vr for a while i hardly use it it's even a good headset too and it's just like i don't know it's i think i'm kind of over it i don't know it's gonna take a lot for me to get back in yeah yeah i got psvr i was excited i stopped using it after a while i don't know 
But, yep. All right. Well, uh, if there's not more to add, uh, that'll be it for this episode. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Looking forward right. to a next one. I don't know. I'm on the fence about Atomic Heart. I guess we'll see you next week if I talk about it or not. Not because I don't think it looks great. Just because I have too many games to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I will have Game Pass, so I'm just going to start it up anyway. It's a lot easier for me to try that out. So I um, mean, even, even I'll talk Game on Pass, it. I, I still... It's still I, time. Like, I'm not going to actually right. sit down and play it right now, but I at least want to make sure it, like, runs good, looks good. I still want to see if it's actually, like, solid 60 at a good resolution, all of that, you know, because it's it looks too good to be true, and sure. I really just want to see it in action. I'm very curious yep. if it actually can live up to it. So I agree. All right. Well, all right. Uh, see you guys next week. Take care.